Uh, well, I can't hear anything, but yeah, there are cars driving. Okay. By I mean, that's fine. When you're, when you're speaking, it, it goes away. So that's fine. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Do you want me to um, mute when I'm not speaking or are you all right with that? You're listening to the You Mentor Talk Show, where we invite a panel of experts each week to hear about their incredible journey and career paths. On this week's episode of the You Mentor Talk Show, we'll be chatting with Bakar Kashwani. Bakar brings brands to life by creating experiential events that turn casual consumers into devoted brand followers. This week's show is brought to you by Zana International. As usual, I'm Fatima Al-Sayed, your talk show host. Make sure to tune in every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And remember, if you have any questions for the panelists, you can always leave them in the comments section. Okay, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good, doing well. So you're in the advertising business, but in a very different way. Can you tell us a bit about what you do? Sure. Um, uh, advertising is probably just one of the ways to sort of say this. Um, <laughs> we, we don't advertise to... Uh, mass public the way advertising runs so what I do is experiential marketing which means creating experiences really mm -hmm. um, for for anyone and everyone really so um, advertising if you look at advertising as a whole been there for years and years and years people know it um, so just to give you an example Coca-Cola wanted to advertise they would sort of buy a, a sort of time period probably cost them 50 60 million within you know the, the sort of Super Bowl uh, or, or something like that um, but this uh, what we do is is creating an experience um, which means uh, people like yourselves and, and and myself we could we could actually touch and feel the the product itself um, so again going back to Coca-Cola if you were to sort of watch them uh, on an advertisement um, you're looking at um, you know, you're looking at a, a great advertisement that they've, that they've done, um, but you don't know what the product is. You don't know what it tastes like. You don't know what it feels like. You don't know if you're going to like it or not. Um, but what we do is, is we would create a sort of an experience where, you know, people can go and sort of try that and that will remain with them. And that's where sort of, you know, creating that brand devotees come into play. Mm. Okay. So you put on events and a whole experience for that business to advertise it. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly what we do. Mm -hmm. And are there any immediate sales that come out of it? No, none actually. Um, oh, okay. uh, funnily enough, um, we, we do promotions. So, um, so the client needs to sort of understand where, you know, initially when we talk about this and, and it hasn't been around like this, this particular part of, say advertisement or marketing really hasn't been around for more than like 20 25 years in the last sort of 20 25 years this has sort of come to fall um i mean we've always had this but now it's become a, a sort of 50 billion dollar industry just within the united mm -hmm. states um and and because when i came here i did i did a bit, bit of research here in the us and mm -hmm. and, and 
about four or five years ago, it was a 50, $52 billion industry. And it's only happened in the last sort of 20, 25 years. Um, so no, coming to your, you know, to your question, no, we don't, th there isn't a particular ROI on, you know, immediately. Um, mm -hmm. Because this is this is very different from your say Costco. Uh, that's still experiential, very much experiential, but it's a different kind of an experiential where okay. um, you know you would go into say Whole Foods or Costco or somewhere like that, where somebody's actually standing there and and sort of handing you a piece of cheese or um, you know a, a slice of um, you know uh, pastrami or something like that, and you can just mm -hmm. have it and you're like. Oh wow, I really like it. Where can I get it? And 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 they're literally pretty much around there. You can get a packet for yourself. That's also experiential. Of course, you've, mm -hmm. you've just tried it and boom, you really like it and you're gonna get it. So that's one part of you know experiential. But what we usually get involved in is creating that experience where people will become the follower of that particular brand and mm -hmm. and and sort of you know continue to utilize it for a longer period of time and actually look for it. Um, and that's where sort of that that's sort of what we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what kind of skills do you need to be able to do this job? Um, you, you particularly, I mean, one of the one of the major things you sort of you need is is creativity, thinking outside the box. So. Mm -hmm. um, there is a brand which is which could be an A-list. So we do a lot of work with the A-list brands. You know, uh, Samsung. They do they do a lot of work within within the industry, which is mm -hmm. very much experiential. Major difference between Samsung and and Apple today is Apple. You will not find Apple anywhere in the shopping malls. Anything that they they would come up with a pop up where people would do something with with an Apple brand behind it. Um, whereas Samsung, its biggest rival, would have a lot of experiential going around, um, you know, when they launch it and when they do re relaunches of products, when they bring in, um, you know, some, some new, uh, new technology, whatever it is that they're doing, a mm -hmm. lot of experiential marketing is done, you know, with that. So you need to sort of think how, um, you know, you're going to do the next big thing. You're going to actually, okay. um, you know, you're going to do something which goes viral on, on, on sort of social media because a lot of the, a lot of the work now we do for the past five years it's come to four because of social media. Um, you know, anything that that we could come up with outside of the box is picked up by social media and can go viral. And that's mm -hmm. where, you know, brands actually win. That's where you see the ROIs coming in. It's not, nothing is immediate in, in this sort of industry that we're in. So is it very expensive to do these advertising campaigns? It can be. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it sometimes it can be. Sometimes it's it's really not. Like, why um, would someone choose this over advertising on social media or uh, doing it the way that it's usually done? Um, it, it's the it's the whole experience. So okay. I'll give you a, I'll give you an example. Something that is really close to my heart, and mm -hmm. uh, um, and and something that uh, you know uh, I, I have sort of followed for the last sort of five six years. Every time I've seen it, I've gone back to it. Um, to sort of get fresh ideas. Mm -hmm. um, Virgin Atlantic actually did a, a, a brilliant campaign um, in, in Central Park, um, around about 2000, I want to say about, about 2012, 2013, mm -hmm. um, where right opposite um, sort of Flatiron, there is a there is a small sort of a, a triangle sort of a, a place where, you know, people sit down and sort of have their lunches and things like that. Um, and, and they created a sort of a, a bench there. 
um, the whole idea behind that was to sort of show what the experience of a of a, a first class, um, you know, uh, a, a person who's actually traveling first class. And now, uh, you know, not a lot of people actually get to travel first class in in Virgin Atlantic, of course, for 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 various reasons. Um, but they wanted to what they wanted to do is they wanted to create something like that, and and they mm-hmm. wanted to show people how you know how beautiful it is that when they actually get into the first class, what they actually get. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 if uh, you know, to my listeners, I want to say go on check on on youtube it's called no ordinary park bench virgin atlantic's no ordinary park bench it'll just it'll it'll transform your you know your <laughs> thinking about what what experiential marketing is mm. um if you look at that um they created sort of there was a there was a bench which was which looked very similar to what your um you know what your uh, first class would be um, and and you know it, it was just lying there, nobody around it, and passerbys would just walk around and curiously see there was a red bench over there, and one person, as soon as the one person sat down, mm-hmm. you saw that a lot of things sort of started happening. First things first, two air horses came up to her and said, "Ma'am, would you like a, a glass of champagne?" Mm-hmm. Right from that, and that's literally you sit down in in the airplane, in a first class, the mm-hmm. first thing happens to you is you get, you know, you get a choice of your drink. Mm-hmm. You sit down, the glass of champagne came. After that, it was one after the other. What would you like to have? What would you like to eat? What would you like to, to watch? Mm-hmm. And So it's the, showing you that service, but in a very different way. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And this is showing it to ordinary people, people yeah. who are you know, people who may not be able to get onto uh, onto a first class of, a, of Virgin Atlantic, mm-hmm. and that was very expensive because if you had a look at it, uh, you know, uh, closely, everything was done on site, literally. Mm-hmm. So we had a marquee behind the scenes whereby there was a chef in there with a full battalion of team working on whatever they chose to eat. Um, in this case, you will see that the, the woman chose to eat salmon. Um, and and that was cooked there and then. It was nothing was packed or anything mm. like that. She wanted to watch Bekeith, which is a uh, um, w- which is a great play. And you will see that there was a literally there was there was a whole production, that <laughs> the actual <was> production, waiting, <laughs> the actual production waiting in the wings to go out mm. and sort of do the play and you know run the play for like four or five different scenes you'll see a Mm -hmm. horse running around saying charlotte i want to marry you (laughs) and that experience will never go away from Mm -hmm. the people who are there that is what experiential is you 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 feel you you touch something you feel something you're like do you know what this has touched my heart this is something Mm -hmm. that i want to be involved in this is something that will never ever ever leave me and and that you will never find watching coca-cola mm-hmm. on tv in the middle of super bowl that, and that influences that, your choice of staying with this absolutely that's mm-hmm. exactly then you become a follower then you become yeah. a devotee and that's what we try and do we try and sort of turn those people who are curious about a particular product into the followers of the product mm-hmm. what brought you to this career <laughs> um <laughs> boredom actually um, really really 
Um, so I, I, I trained into HR. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've written that in my, uh, in my bio. I, I trained mm-hmm. into HR. So I, I studied marketing as a, as a first degree, and I, I, I sort of studied HR a couple of masters in there as a, as a science and as an art. So I was, I was pretty sure I wanted to go into, uh, into HR. Um, mm-hmm. Six months in, um, you know, behind, sitting behind the, the desk in HR, and I was completely and utterly ready to shoot myself. Um, I was I was bored. I was you know I was like I, this is not me, absolutely not me. And and I tried banking because you know my 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 dad, my grandfather put together you know probably worked in a bank for like seventy odd years together, um, and and that was where I was always gonna you know gonna be destined to it. Again, three months in, I was just absolutely bored. I was like I, I don't want to do this. I, I'm not a numbers man. Mm-hmm. Went back into sort of my roots where. I sort of wanted to, um, you know, wanted to go back into doing something which was fun, which was, you know, related to something what I what I had studied. Now, don't get me wrong, I am not creative by any stretch of imagination. I'm not a creative person. I I I actually I I would I would like to I'd like to say I think outside the box, um, yeah. but probably not right. Um, but working into something new every day gets me out of bed. Mm. I used to do what, you know, any banker, anybody who, who's worth their salt would work 12, 13, 14 hours a day into, you know, investment banking or, or, mm. or anything like that. And some people like that routine. Some people love that. Absolutely mm. love that. And, and I have nothing against it. And, and yeah. people who are very, very good at it and makes loads and loads of money out of it. But what I wanted to do was something fun. You know, mm-hmm. you, you work literally, literally you work half your life or more. Mm-hmm. you know um and and I did not want to go to work where I would be miserable every single day of my life so what I wanted to do was something fun and and I thought that this is something which will get me out of bed every single morning because I work with different brands all the time mm-hmm. I work on different things all the time and, and you have that, to have different ideas every single time you have to have, absolutely you you cannot use the same idea once because then that just ruins it and and you know to in all honesty I have a good team behind me who actually has good ideas mm-hmm. um you know it, it's it's just it's it's really important who you bring on board to sort of work with you on you know on different ideas because that's what we sell we sell ideas we we sell designs mm-hmm. um you know we sell um, we sell to people how things come into life how their brand which is which could be absolutely anyone anything um, it could be a startup to an A-list, whatever it is, it could actually come to life and make a difference. What role do you play? Uh, I, I close you the you're business. Not the, probably, you're... <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what I do now. Um, I mean, I, I've played every role. Um, mm-hmm. Trust me, I, I have seen how it works on the ground. I love the groundwork. I still, I'm still sometimes... I, I, production is not my my forte or mm-hmm. or not my role a, anymore um but it used to be my forte and 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 i'm still sometimes if it's if it's that close to my heart um like we did uh, we um we, we did a, a a campaign called england day where st george's society which i'm actually on the it's a charity i'm on on the board of that, i'm on the um, sort of uh, members of that and they actually came up to me and they said listen uh, we want to do something um you know that sort of that sort of promotes England here in the US and Mm -hmm. and we came up with the idea of doing an England day on St George's day um every sort of every year 
and and that's really really close to my heart and and for that the production goes in every year at two o'clock in the morning and i'm there i'm there at two o'clock in the morning actually seeing overseeing everything it's not my job at all um but but that's something that i would i like to do but i, I think my mm-hmm. role has evolved from you know from of course the beginning that that where i started but now i think my role is to sort of oversee everything if there is a good idea i'd put my two pence into it because mm-hmm. of the experience that i have um but i think my biggest role now is to run a business, run a run the agency for the Americas and sort of look at the Americas as a whole and see where we can, you know, sort of penetrate and where we can, what, what we can bring to the table. Um, I think one of my biggest roles is to pay sort of attention to that detail where, um, whereby, you know, we're not missing out and maybe we're not missing any sort of small details, which are really important because that can make mm-hmm. a, a huge difference. Okay. And you have customers that will stay with you because of that. Yeah, of course. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's what they, they love, what, mm-hmm. what, what they like to do. So, so you know, my, my, and I go back to it, my, one of my biggest sort of, you know, longest standing customers has been Samsung. For like 10 years, I worked with them on a number of different things, mm-hmm. uh, including, you know, the London 2012 Olympics, 2018 Olympics. The, the, uh, we've done sort of pretty much everything in, in every part of the world we've worked with them. And the reason why they're they still like to work with us is because it's because that attention to detail that's that we mm-hmm. don't miss. And, and, you know, thankfully, touch wood, we wouldn't. Um, but you and, and it's the best thing where, you know, a client actually calls you back and says, we want you back on the team. We want your team to be doing this, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the launch and, and um, you know, every year when they come out with something new, you know, we get to know about it and we get yeah. to work on it. It's really exciting because. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big tech fan and uh, whilst I'm not tech savvy, my, my tech, it, you know, goes up to reboot the system and it'll probably work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, 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 it's, it's great to know what's coming out. It's great to know, you know, what they're working on and, and you know, what the next step is going to be and everything else. It's, it's, it's beautiful to sort of work with new, um, you know, old clients. But, but yeah, I mean, new clients are very, very important. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's one of my biggest jobs to sort of bring in new clients. What did you study and what are the degree requirements for something like this? Um, listen, I, I don't think there is a degree requirement. It's because after, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been with, with this company, Purity, which is now, um, you know, for the America side of it, it's all, it's all sort of, uh, you know, my own. But, but mm-hmm. back in the UK, I've, I've worked with three different agencies. And I've never been asked what I've, what I've studied or, you know, I've, I've had a degree, um, but I've mm. never sort of, you know, nobody's ever, I, I think anything to do with marketing. So if you're, if you're doing a general marketing degree, degree this is, this is, um, this is important. Um, you know, this, this could work. There are, there are a lot of management courses, a lot of event management courses that you can do. So, you know, get really involved into the nitty gritty, the, the budget side of things and everything mm-hmm. else. And, and, you know, how to stay within a project budget and everything else. Those are all there or out there. But, you know, there isn't a particular requirement for a degree or a particular type of a degree. But I am a massive fan of education. I I studied because I wanted to, and I wanted to, you know, I wanted to sort of be a better person because I knew that that, you know, my education is, is important. Um, that's the reason why I, I chose to study. If I, if I ever knew that I was going to get into this, which I completely stumbled upon, I, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you don't, you don't grow up, you know, I, I don't, I don't particularly feel that any of the youngsters growing up, probably not now, but in my age, you know, back 20 years ago, 
I didn't grow up thinking, especially my dad didn't grow up, you know, think that I was going to do. <laughs> um, I, I, I almost got, you know, into a lot of trouble with him leaving banking. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask, oh boy, what, what was his reaction? He didn't, we didn't speak for three months. That's what, oh, wow. what, that's what his reaction was. He thought mm-hmm. I abandoned the, the, the family tradition of, of getting into banking. Um, so I was that. That's a heavy weight to carry. Say, say that again. I said, that's a happy weight to carry. Yeah, that's a that, that's a great weight to carry, to be, to uh-huh. be honest. I, I, and, uh, and, you know, thankfully, I've, I've done something in life that he might now be proud of. But, but <laughs> at that moment, he wasn't. He, he mm-hmm. just he didn't want to know me, uh, pretty much. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, coming back to education, it, it, it's just, it's important to study something. Whatever mm-hmm. you want to study is what, you know, what you should study. But there, there'll be times in life where, you know, you probably are not going to do exactly the same as what you've studied, but mm-hmm. don't feel that. I mean, you know, I'll tell all my listeners, all the youngsters that are listening, I'll tell them, don't feel that, you know, you, if you're studying something, you're always going to do that, or, you know, you mm-hmm. have to do it. Study something that you, you enjoy studying um, mm-hmm. because, you know, education is, is, is important. And, and, you know, you, you will never feel that, you know, it's a waste. Education's never, ever, ever been a waste. Do you think that we as a community or a culture can do something to change this and encourage students to get into these types of different jobs? Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. I, I um, you know, as, as a father, I've got two boys myself. As a father, mm-hmm. I sometimes I am, I'm thinking, okay, so what do you, you know, where, where do I channel these guys and what do I want them to do? And then I look at myself, I'm thinking, it's perfect. I mean, it's, it's great that these guys, you know, that, that there are people out there who wants to be lawyers and, and, and mm-hmm. who wants to do, you know, um, who wants to be in finance, who wants to, you know, be doctors. And that's, those are all great, um, you know, um, that, that's all great that they, that they want to do that. Uh, as long as it's what makes it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. As long as it makes sense to them, and and as long and it as makes them happy. That. Exactly. Enjoy mm-hmm. it, it, it. What you do for life is very, very important because it's going to make you, you know, really happy or really miserable in mm-hmm. life. That's those are you know that's your choice. Sometimes people don't get that kind of choice. Sometimes you know people say, "Well, I did this because I wanted to put bread on the table." Perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, absolutely, yes. You know, that's uh, sometimes you don't get that kind of a choice, but. There will be a time where, you know, you, you know, as a person, you're going to have to make a choice whether you want to be happy or you want to make lots and lots of money. You know, there is, there is that. Sometimes what makes you happy will make you money, but maybe later on in life. So as mm-hmm. a community, I want to, you know, I definitely feel that as, as parents, we want to we encourage our kids to do something different, something outside the box, something creative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, there, there are, like, I mean, you know, Riddle me this. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, as, a, as a degree, Mark Zuckerberg, of course, is a, you know, he went to Harvard. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But he, he's not a professional in, in any particular way. He's a, you know, he, but he invented Facebook. He, he has done pretty well for himself. Lord Sugar never went to college. He was a college, he was a, he was a, he was a college dropout. He's pretty, he's done pretty well for himself. Um, I, I don't know what Ronaldo's, you know, education is, but he's actually done pretty well for himself. And he's, he plays, he, he plays football, you know, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. So there, there are other things that we can do. And as a community, we should. To encourage and foster. 
Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And these, you know, times have moved on from, you know, professional, if I want to call it professional, uh, in inverted commas, um, occupations. The mm-hmm. times have moved on from there. And, and I think as a community, we need to catch up with times. Mm-hmm. What is uh, your job like in terms of hours? Oh, my God. It's uh, uh, it's as irregular as you can get. Um, <laughs> so how do you I, manage your work and your life? Uh, I don't. My my kids say that I'm glued to my phone and that's, <laughs> you know, where 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 it is. And, and it's true. Um, but hey, uh, I, 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 I try and sort of spend time with, with my children first thing in the morning. So I would mm-hmm. I would, you know, 100 percent of the time I'd, I'd actually take my boys to school um, mm-hmm. because that's my time with them. Um, and, 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 you know, funnily enough, my, and luckily for me, my, my son actually is in the school in the city. So I, I actually drive him there and we have like an hour and a half in the car where we are together. And, mm-hmm. and that's, the, that's that bonding time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they understand that my working hours are, are different. Um, but whenever I get a chance, I just bring work home. And once they're asleep, I have a lot of time to actually sort of do mm-hmm. everything else that I need to. But what's important is we need to understand. And that's something that I, I sort of, you know, sort of found out very, very quickly was whatever I am doing in life, whatever we do in life, we do it for our kids as a community, as, you know, as a culture, that's mm-hmm. what we do. We're, you know, where we live in West, but we're not Westerners in a, in a way that we only call our mothers, you know, on Christmas Day and on, and on Mother's Day. We, you know, we, we sort of take them together with us. It, this, is, this is part of our life mm-hmm. and they need our time. So, you know, you need to make sure that you manage that time. And, and if you don't have that kind of time, then you, you take time out from what you do. Um, because at the, at the end of the day, whatever you are trying to do, however much money you're trying to make or whatever you're trying to do, you're it's trying to do it for your kids. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you miss that point, then, then what, are you, what is it that you're trying to do? You know, there's no mm-hmm. point in doing it. Yeah. Can you run us through um, an example of a project you've worked on and how it went from beginning to end? Yeah, sure. Um, so I think um, one of the projects is, which is which is what you know we won sort of we, we won an award for as well and, and mm-hmm. everything. Um, there was a um, so a, a rugby test. Uh, you know, in this country, of course, we don't have rugby, not so much at least. But back in the UK, um, we have rugby tests, which is between just like cricket tests. We have between rugby tests between pretty much England um, and 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 Australia. And mm-hmm. I believe that I, I can't remember. This was again four or five years ago. Uh, but we were uh, we were playing um, the English team was playing in in uh, in Australia and I believe it was if I'm not wrong Sydney um, it could have been Sydney or Melbourne but I feel that it was Sydney anyway um, and we worked with Microsoft and the whole idea was um, the, the 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 campaign is called um, uh, Hall in the World again something which is all our campaigns are actually on YouTube so if you get a chance um, you know just just go and have a look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the campaign is called Hole in the World. So we literally, the, the idea behind was that we would create a hole in the world, like through the world to actually see it. Um, a, literal you know, a literal hole through mm-hmm. the world. And that was the whole idea behind it. And, and, and of course, you can't do that. So what we did was in Cardiff, which is basically we chose Cardiff. Um, was because there was a lot of Welsh, you know, Welsh um, players in there. Mm-hmm. And, and we sort of it put a, a sort of production together over there. 
um, which was a very much like a, a handyman's job kind of thing, really something, um, you know, something done. Uh, there, there's no finesse in that or anything because li literally we wanted to create a well. Um, and we did, and, and that was a production was pretty much a well, created a well, um, a, a red well kind of a thing where people could just look inside the well and see what's happening inside. And the curiosity we created in the middle of um, the town center was a lot of people would just come in and see a lot of people looking in into a well. Mm -hmm. And there was no branding, nothing there. And, 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 and literally, um, you know, uh, a, a place where people would be like, what is happening over here? And that's the key behind it. The, the, the key behind any project that you do, you need to create that curiosity where people, we as, as people are very curious, you know, uh, people have a, a, a sort of a tendency to sort of look around if, if something out of the ordinary is happening. Mm -hmm. um, so we created that. Something similar, exactly, pretty much exactly the same, was created in Sydney, right around where the the game was being played. Um, mm -hmm. You know, at the at the game itself, and and people and and the whole the whole idea was that we had a screen in that well where people could actually look inside the well and see the other side of the world, and the other side of the world is actually seeing us. So it's basically just the 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 tech was Skype. There was nothing. That's so interesting. And it was actually real people coming and exactly looking um, into the world, looking into it and looking at the other side of the world saying, what is what in the world is happening over here? <laughs> um, and and the, the best part of it was that yeah, it was really simple. The best part of it was that there was a there was a family who was just walking past um, Cardiff City mm -hmm. um, in, 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 in Cardiff town. And they went to to the to 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 the well. They looked inside, and at that very moment, had absolutely no idea. But that very moment, their family in Sydney was looking in. Oh my god! And uh -huh. and they and they actually looked into it. They saw, oh hello, hey, <laughs> what are you doing there? What are you doing there? Wow! That, that became. Uh, you know that actually went pretty well on on social media and everything. So mm -hmm. th th that that's what creates the experience. That is what mm -hmm. people say. Do you know what? I had that experience, and Microsoft created that experience for me. Mm -hmm. And that's the sort of th that's the whole you know. And and what we did from behind the scenes was literally put the design together, put the idea together, put the design together, put the production up on both sides of the world and let people do what they do best, create the curiosity. Mm -hmm. And How many people point. did it take to do this? Um, I, I, see, there's a, so there, there, are, there are different facets of this. So mm -hmm. idea, there's a, there's a team of, of people who do the ideas. There's a team of people who do the production itself. So mm -hmm. putting the whole thing together, um, you know, that's, that's all sort of in behind the scenes, but in front, um, mm -hmm. there's a there's a major part in front which is which which are called brand ambassadors people who actually sort of understand the brand and sort of you know be that face of the brand which is extremely important mm -hmm. um, and we had about six people on one side and six on the other side who were just literally just you know making people feel really good and, and inviting them inside mm -hmm. um, and and those are the key people because at the end of the day Fatima those people are the people who make that brand or actually yeah break that brand um if if a person if he's not if he or she is not trained well um if they are not feeling happy about where they are 
then they're going to say something or do something or even feel grumpy about it. And people feed off each other's energy mm-hmm. and the whole thing sort of collapses. You know, yeah. uh, you put a you put hundreds of thousands of pounds or, or dollars into a production or into the idea. And this whole thing falls apart because one person is not saying the right thing or is not mm-hmm. feeling happy about it. So, so those are like those that that's the attention to detail that you need to put as a company. Yeah. And that's why your client will call you back to say, I actually really like it. You know, I, I like working mm-hmm. with you because you you bring the whole thing together um, yeah. and, you know, you don't miss those those small details. Before we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to add or anything you'd like to say a piece of advice for the future generation? Yeah, I think um, I think I, I, all I want to say is is give it a shot. I mean, um, you know, whatever it is that you guys are looking to do, um, whatever it is that anybody is is looking to sort of study, mm-hmm. um, study that and and you know give it a give it a full you know give it a, give it a shot to different things. Unless you try it, you have absolutely no idea what you're what you're going to get out of it. And the mm-hmm. whole business that I am in is try it. You know, unless you try it, you're not going to find. You know, the taste of pudding lies in eating, um, as they say. If Unless you try that pudding, you're never going to know, you know, if it's for you or not. So try everything you can, you can and, you know, see what sticks with you. Um, it, it doesn't have to be something that, you know, that, you know, everybody is doing. Don't, don't follow everyone. You know, try doing something new. And, you know, who knows, you might really like it. Well, we were just speaking with Bakr Kashwani. Thank you, Bakr, so much for sharing your inspiring career and very interesting way of advertising. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. Of course, it was our pleasure. You were just listening to the Umentor Talk Show. If you missed this or future shows, you can always hear the replay on the Umentor website under prior talk shows. And while you're there, you can subscribe to the iTunes podcast so you never miss any of the other shows. If you want to reach out to to today's speaker or speakers from any of our previous shows to ask them any questions, just visit our online platform at umojaoutreach.org slash unleash the future slash groups, or just visit the Umentor website and hit the link for online platform. Be sure to tune in next week on Saturday at 3 p.m. for another panel of speakers and more stories. Thank you for listening today on Facebook Live.